Welcome to Hell Hacking. This episode is all in reverse. I get you. Hey, Matt. Hey, Mike. Should we do another podcast? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Welcome to Hacking the Grepson, episode 24? 25. 25. Um, Matt came to me with an interesting question that we're going to see where it takes us. Matt, what's that question? All right. If I asked you to draw me a picture, let's say of an armadillo, because that was the thing that popped in my head when I actually had this and question. I'm great at drawing armadillos. And you're fantastic. It's amazing. And I said, Mike, draw me an armadillo... Uh, eating a cactus. All right, and, and you drew it. There you go. Who's the artist? The person who had the, the armadillo. Idea. Oh, I mean, the person who had the idea, or the person who drew it. I mean, me. I drew I think, it, right? I think just about everybody would say the person who drew it. Right. If I go to Dolly Two, the mm-hmm. AI generating program, and I typed in drawing of armadillo eating a cactus, ouch! And it generated an image, or actually several images, yeah, of that. Who is the artist? This is a philosophical episode of Hacking the Grepson. So my gut instinct, Mm -hmm. my gut reaction to that is, who is the artist, is Dolly. That is also my gut instinct. Because Dolly made the image. Uh, I said, make an image, and Dolly made an image. I did not tell it how to do the image. I said... Here's the requirements of the image. Right. Right. I didn't specify what color the armadillo is or what way it should be facing. I didn't say what an armadillo looks like. Mm-hmm. I didn't give it reference images. I just said, I want an armadillo. I want a drawing of an armadillo eating a cactus, which, by the way, I'm absolutely going to have Dolly generate. It'll be in the show notes. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> uh, but so here's, here's where my mind is going, though. Dolly is not like a person. Correct. Dolly is an algorithm. Yeah, it's an expert system. I and think. also Dolly is fed like I think billions of images of all kinds of things so that it has, you know, a, a computer's idea right. of everything so that when you give it text, it can transform that into an image. Right. So which isn't that different from a human. You have experienced tr- lots of things and anything that you generate is from that sort of distillation of all those things. Right, but we've talked about this before where in our in our AI and even a previous episode we're like Dolly is not sentient or not what was the word you used? Sapient. Use? Sapient. Like it's probably not either, honestly. Right. It, it does a thing because we tell it to do a thing because it was programmed to do that thing. But it right. doesn't just sit around on its own while it's eating Cheetos thinking, I think I'm gonna make an armadillo eating a cactus. Right. But you also didn't think to draw the armadillo eating a cactus until I told you to. You, but you, you could have. I have the ability but to. But you didn't. That's true. So if they just had... So if we had a random word generator feeding text into Dolly, and that's all considered Dolly and it's all random, is that not then doing that as well? Right. But but really... But but Dolly is... <laughs> is Dolly the artist or are the programmers that made the algorithm the artist, or are all the people who made all the images that are being fed into Dolly so that it can make new images the artist? I don't know. That's exa- that. I have this long, like, I've, 
the way this idea came about, it was like four in the morning and I couldn't sleep and I was and I just started talking into my iPad uh, with uh-huh. this idea and I had just a lot of run on sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was exactly the I'm like, was it, maybe the programmer is right because if you take that same idea, ask a computer to draw you an image and you actually program in, draw a line, from this pixel to this, you know, fill in these pixels in this color and then do this and that. And you explicitly say, generate an image that looks like this. You're the programmer. And I would argue you're the artist and the computer's the tool. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you just say, go do this thing. Well, you're not the programmer. You kind of are. You're like the director, maybe. Hmm. But the person who's the programmer there is actually the programmer. They're the person who coded Dolly to be able to do these things. If anything, they're the artist. Mm-hmm. Or it's the people who have the reference images that fed in, you know, the source material that got digested and, and pooped out the other end by Dolly <laughs> to, to Wow, this, to this is going in a way I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Uh, so what, what, I, what I was thinking also in parallel with this is like, let, let's bring this into a slightly different context. Uh, there is an artist named Thomas Kincaid. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen a like cozy snow cabin, you know, slice of life kind of landscape painting or drawing, it's most likely a Thomas Kincaid. I think at the beginning he drew these pictures or painted them himself, but many, many years later, uh, you know, he just got super popular. And so he probably can't keep up with the output needed and so other people do it now so it's it's kind of similar to what uh animated tv shows usually do oh like the simpsons simpsons or or anything by uh guinea tartakovsky right like you have like an artist who actually drew the things and like establishes the style and like is drawing all the frames and eventually like with the simpsons i think they send it to korea i think there's a the practice comes out of there right so so i mean obviously matt graining in the beginning came up with all of the Simpsons characters, drew them, how they're supposed to look. There's probably like a guide, style guide that says like, here's how Homer should look. But And I think when it was on the Tracy Ullman show, I think he actually drew, I think he actually was the animator. Yeah, based on the quality of it then, he probably was. Because it was so good. Yeah. Uh, But now, when that is just sent off to, you know, some development house in Korea, and they're just, you know, making the actual product now are they not the artist now or is matt graining still the artist i think that's a great question hmm. is this the comic book question is the, uh, uh I, i'm sure you've seen uh chasing amy um, i have seen chasing there's, amy. There's, there's, a there's a large conversation in there about is the person who's the pencil artist mm. in a comic book the artist is it the inker inker the like, colorist co- like who is the ar- the writer right the publishing house? No. Right. Like, who, who, who is the artist there? Right. And people have very strong opinions on these things. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'd probably argue it's all of them together. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, why can't it be a collaborative thing? Because, yeah. But I think people like to think that, like, oh, who does The Simpsons? Matt Groening. But yeah. no, it actually is, like, yeah. hundreds of people. Yeah, you know? it's, you've got the voice actors, you've got the writers, you've got the actual people who are drawing. Those people are probably, if there's new characters, I'm I'm guessing those are probably drawn by someone else. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, this is this is Fred. He's going to be in this episode. He looks like this. He's dressed like this. Always drawn like that. And then effectively you're just, the, the people drawing are just following a program at that mm-hmm. point. Are we programming people? 
I don't know. Uh, did you hear about that uh, story recently? I think it was like a county fair or something where someone submitted a photo that was created by an AI and won. I did hear about that. Yeah, and now I think they're going to start, maybe not that particular fair, but in general, it's like there's going to start being like non-AI created, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's the word? Images? Uh, images or, yeah, like entries versus AI generated entries and they they won't be able to compete yeah. together because it's not fair or something. like. Which is weird because, again, like where do you draw that line? If if I just, if I go to an AI, if I write the program myself mm-hmm. and I ask it to do a thing, am I not the artist at that point? Like, I wrote the AI, mm-hmm. <laughs> I fed it all the data, I gave it the prompt. It's hard to argue that I'm not creating art there effectively by myself. Right. Well, and, and doesn't this, like, I, I don't know what, you know, like the, 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 the technical term for this, but uh, there's that famous article, I Pencil which is all about like how no one person can make a pencil in, 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 in today's world because like the knowledge that you need to make a pencil is distributed across people and geographic locations. Right. and Because the person making the pencil isn't chopping down the tree, cutting it to size, harvesting the carbon to make graphite. Uh, right. Uh, I don't even know how you make rubber. <laughs> From a tree, I assume. Uh, smelting the iron to make the little the little eraser collar. Oh, yeah. Uh, print it, you know, like, there's so many pieces right, to it. Right, and, and, and I mean, and if you considered a pencil art, which, you know, I'm not sure I do, but if it were art, like, who is the artist there? Is it, is it you know, whoever makes the, you know, who, who uh, chops the wood or makes the rubber or puts it all together or the original inventor of the, the pencil is forever the artist and whoever makes a pencil after them is just using their, you know, IP? I don't know. That's a good question. Is, is there a way to solve this, though? I mean, is this one of those, like, you know, is something art, everything can be art, nothing is mm-hmm. art? I think... Does Going it matter? Back, uh, it probably doesn't matter. Huh. Uh, okay, well, we're done. Click. Okay, uh, so. now, I think it probably goes back to like the ideas that we talked about with like comic books or TV shows or, or movies. Actually, are a really good example of this. Of it is a team, mm-hmm. and you don't have an artist for a movie, right? Unless you're Zack Snyder, and then Zack Snyder's Justice League or whatever. Mm. Uh, you, unless you put the per- Alfred Hitchcock presents, right? I think unless you're putting your name in the title, maybe there isn't an artist for the thing. I yeah. don't know. Um, even then, I would actually argue there isn't. Uh, but we don't talk about the artist of a movie. We say who wrote this movie, mm-hmm. who is the star of this movie, who directed the movie, right? Because all of those things matter, and it's that collective experience that actually creates the artwork that is the movie right right steven spielberg directing a movie is gonna look different than if you take the same actor same script everything else and have quentin tarantino direct it mm-hmm. they're it's stylistically just gonna look and feel differently now i kind of want steven spielberg movies reinterpreted by yes. quentin tarantino that's an interesting idea quentin tarantino presents et <laughs> <laughs> exactly um no, you make a good point about the collaborative nature of so much art these days is that it's very hard to find any art that isn't basically like a craft, you know, that's done by one person uh, or that, that, that isn't done by multiple people. I'd say books tend to be the only thing that... Well, but then there's the editor. Maybe what about com- the editor? That's a good point. What, what about, uh, I mean... Fine, web comics. 
since I actually know a couple webcomic artists, sure. and they 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 act on their own. But yes, you're right. Most things, especially those produced for mass yes consumer consumption. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, At scale, it's very hard yeah. to find anything that's created by one person yeah. solely. Video games used to be single person shops, and now you could watch the credits for longer than some games I used to, that I've played. Well, and I mean, even then, you bring in the idea of like, okay, let's say it's 1984 and I'm or five, and I'm making a Nintendo game. Yeah, I wrote the code that made it. I, I drew in the pixels for all the art. I, you know, programmed the sine waves for the music. But I didn't make the Nintendo Entertainment System. Right. I didn't make the sound chip. I didn't make the color palette that is in the Nintendo. Right. But Van Gogh probably didn't harvest the cotton and stretch it to become a canvas either right right, right. so so i think really what we're getting at here is that so, art that the art is really about like what a person or collection of people do with tools or materials that right. exist and what the end product ends up being because of that so is the ai a tool then <sighs> i of course think that all ais <laughs> are not tools now, and are actually great, and I uh, do not want to offend any of them. I, for one, welcome our artificially intelligenced overlords. Ah. Um, uh, you know, when you say, like, hey, Dolly, make me that armadillo eating a cactus... You know, if you want to look at art as being who directed it, like who came up with the idea for a piece of art to exist, then it's me. Um, and Dolly is my tool. A Dolly is my my palette. You know, like I work in AI generated code and Ooh. its output. Once Dolly, or you know, uh, Mid Journey, or you know, what, what, whatever whatever tool that exists now that can create things from billions of source material data, uh, you know, just says like, hey, I'm Dali. I'm an AI tool. I'm going to make an armadillo eating a cactus right now. Here it is. I'm the artist. Like, do you need to be... That's beautiful. <laughs> yep. Um, we're, we're looking at an armadillo uh, near a cactus. That one's standing on it. I don't know what... This one, I don't know what... Those aren't cacti. And that one is... Potentially eating the cactus. Yeah, I mean it's it's rough. Uh, it might need a couple iterations, but like, yeah, like I, I feel like there is some sense of um, sentience and intention that comes with making art. Yeah. And Dolly is a passive participant in this, and so I think it would be harder to make a case that they are an artist and not a tool. I guess the question is, is that art? Well, isn't that a totally different question, really? Well, if it's not art, there's no artist, and then the, the conversation is over, right? But if it is art... Well, I mean... I, I had the idea of an armadillo eating a cactus. That was my idea. Yes. But I absolutely could not draw that. I could trace it. You could not freehand manually draw it that well right now. Probably no. Right. But in time, you could. I mean, isn't Dolly just like... Trinity in the Matrix. I mean, she didn't know how to fly a helicopter, but then now she does. And she was just using some form of Dali to essentially enhance her abilities. But once she can fly the helicopter, she is the pilot. That's true. But now that this armadillo eating a cactus exists in the world, 
now that it exists, are you the artist? Was Dolly the artist before it existed, but now you're the artist because it exists? Or is it a collaboration? I am the person who had... I, there's books like this, right? Where one person had the idea. They perhaps created the world, um, and then maybe they died. Right? Mm -hmm. the, the Wheel of Time guy. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, and then someone else picks up... Uh, Robert Jordan. Yes. Uh, and then someone else picks up writing it. Mm -hmm. um, and some people don't like that. Uh, I think Brandon Sanderson actually finished that series. Yeah. Um, but, like, Ian e M. Banks picked up, I think, The Salmon of Doubt for Douglas Adams after he died. Mm -hmm. And totally different yeah. feel to that book. Yeah. Uh, like, as the Douglas Adams fan, I didn't like it. But you would say that together, like, they wrote the book. Like, they, they frequently are credited both authors there. Oh, because okay. you've got the person who created the world mm -hmm. and the characters and... The sensibility, and, 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 hopefully. Yeah. And then you've got the person who actually wrote it. Yeah. Um, there's uh, some young adult novels I've read that the there's like a main series, and then there's little side stories that follow some of the characters, and they're written by a different person. Mm -hmm. um, but they credit both authors, yeah. the main one and the one who actually wrote the actual words. You know, once again, not to shoehorn music and dev into this, but I feel like uh, a great example of this would be Elton John, the works of Elton John. Mm. Elton John is is the artist you know behind, you know, songs like Candle in the Wind and Yellow Brick Road and stuff like that, but he didn't write the words. He has a lyric writer, Bernie Taupin, and they have a collaboration that has been going on for years, And but I, I would... I would bet a million dollars that the majority of people know Elton John and don't know Bernie Taupin unless you, you know, saw the movie that came out. I was going to say, that, Which it, is a great movie, That, that would have been a much better bet, like, ten years ago. <laughs> yes, exactly. But what I'm saying is that, like, when you think of, like, um, you know, uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, Yeah, the artist... You that, think of Elton John. Exactly. You don't think of the other people in his band. You don't think of Bernie Taupin, who probably wrote the words. You don't think about the recording engineer that actually was behind, you know, the mixing board while they were recording it in a studio, or the guy who mastered, or the person, sorry, the person who mastered it and made sure that it sounded good on the radio and the right. CD and on your iPhone. And are they not also part of this? Or the person who made the instruments or anything. Right, or the person things. who cut down the wood to make right. the top of that. The person who planted the seed in the ground. Right, or, you know, whatever invented the universe that all these things, yeah. you know, yeah. Or the conversation that, that Bernie overheard. Isn't God really the only true artist, Matt? <laughs> Woo, all right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I think with all questions about art and artistry that this is... This is a semantic argument. It's a semantic, and there's really not an answer because it really depends on what you think right. th these words mean yeah. and what's important. And, and uh, what do you mean by it in that moment, right? Right. And yeah, and it could change over time because we didn't have AIs that could just make photos that look yeah. like somebody drew them yeah. like that I, easily. Like I'm of the mindset that if I had to pick an artist for a movie, it's the writer who wrote the script. And I think most people would say the director. director. Yes. I... And I think that that is also a very valid choice. See earlier example of Quentin Tarantino directing Steven Spielberg movies. Right. But ultimately, the person who wrote it mm -hmm. is responsible. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, SNL comes to mind, too. Like, when you think of SNL, you don't think about the people that wrote all those, your funny, your favorite funny scenes. You think about the actors that said the lines and performed the actions more. You may not know some of the writers of SNL, even though, um, yeah. honestly, it's often... The, the actors are also the writers. Yes. But 
there's lots of writers that go on to become actors, but when they're just writers, you don't know who they are. You know, like, you know Conan O'Brien because, you know, he's hosted successful talk shows and he has a very, you know, visual uh, presence. But, like, he started as a writer when yeah. nobody knew him. But was he not an artist then because you didn't know him? He only is now because you can see him, you know. Right. And, and, that, and his art was the words he wrote, mm-hmm. you know. And then someone took that art and created more art. Oh, mm-hmm. now we're tying back into improv. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But maybe that's it. My art was the concept of an armadillo eating a cactus. I had this amazingly clever idea. I mean, ugh. It's just, um, it's, it's And genius. then I had the idea to plug it into a an artificial intelligence drawing engine, mm-hmm. which then generated a picture. Someone else had the idea, realistically a team of people, had an idea to create that AI in the first place. Mm-hmm. The images that went into those, all, and so that you could even consider, you know, we've discussed before programming is art. Mm-hmm. So if you consider the actual software to be art, then okay, there's another piece of art. And then someone else had, they drew a picture of an armadillo or they took a picture of an armadillo. Um, thank you, person who did thank that. Thank you, person. Yeah. And so those things that got fed in, that's also art. So maybe it's, it's just all of this stuff cumulatively together, each of those individual things is a piece of art. And then when you put it together, there's an output that is also art. And there is no single artist at that point. I mean, it's armadillos all the way down. All the way down. Uh, you know, one other thought I had was uh, you brought up before the podcast was the idea of like McDonald's. <laughs> yes. And like there are recipes that they just follow. Yeah. Like, like a chef will... M- typically go to the go to the corner market or the the farmers market and like pick up ingredients and make what sounds good right if you make a a chain restaurant you can't do that because you need consistency right so mcdonald's as an example someone came up with the recipe for that hamburger yeah but ever but if you go to a mcdonald's here or in sweden or any, it's all it always tastes the same more or less so they're following the same pattern if, effectively they're following a program right mm-hmm. the people who are cooking it yeah, the the sh- the cooks, not the chef, uh, will are, are are their programs. And you don't consider the person who makes your hamburger at McDonald's an artist. No. But what about at Subway? Were they the sandwich sandwich artist? artist? Yeah, because you go in there and you're like, I want this sandwich, and I want it to have this kind of bread and these toppings, and then you watch them as okay, but they then you're put pro- it together. But you're programming it again. You're saying, I want this, 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 and that. They're they're the they're the tool. <laughs> But if we go back to your original example was you said, Mike, draw me an armadillo eating a cactus. And then I drew it. And you said I was the artist. Why are the people working at Subway not the artist? If I said, make me a sandwich and you made the sandwich. I'm not going to make you a sandwich unless you use sudo. Sudo, make me a sandwich. Uh, if, if If I don't give further instructions, it's less clear. Or it's more clear to me who the artist is. If I say, I want a thing, and then you go in and you just do it. Whereas with Subway, I'm saying, okay, I want I want green peppers on this. I want lettuce. And I might not say I want that green pepper, but I'm saying I want green pepper. So I'm choosing all of the ingredients that go on it. And they're just asking me questions. But you could also argue that I'm the tool then. Wow. See, now that seems to be more in favor of Dolly being the artist and not the tool. Because you basically are saying... Give me peppers and tomatoes and yeah. cheese on on wheat bread, and then it's interpreting that to mean you want this finished product, i.e., the armadillo eating the cactus. You didn't say how you wanted the armadillo to be eating cactus. 
or how much of it it should be eaten or what time of day it just decided and then you're like no that that's what i meant good job now it's the artist yeah started as a tool now it's an artist don't sell this thing dolly and make me money yeah we can turn that into an nft yeah. we're the patrons right <laughs> um i think that about covers it i think we pretty much wrapped up this yeah. topic i think we solved the universe yes everyone's an artist and now we can make apple pie yes with carl sagan um wasn't that it i think so in in order to make an apple pie first you must invent the universe yeah, yeah. okay i don't remember if it was specifically as apple pie but it was yes some kind of pie um also it's funny you say everyone is an artist because uh i have a good musician friend named jt who actually once put out an album that i helped collaborate on a song with called everyone is an artist Humble so I, I believe he asked that too uh, or he, he he believes in this this credo too um so uh now that we have thoroughly exhausted the idea of armadillos eating cactuses which man that sounds really painful i don't think you should eat a cactus well, maybe they're like like maybe they're evolved like to iron do that. i don't throat know or something i have chew off the needle i don't know okay uh i think that wraps up this episode of uh, hacking the grepson thank you for joining us make sure to check us on hacking the for previous episodes we have a twitter htg underscore podcast because the longer one was taken or too long i don't know and we will now return you to your regular scheduled lives already in progress. Go eat a cactus. 